Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, praise the Lord. You are welcome to the episode now of the season 6 of Biblical Furnaces. In episode 8, the previous episode, we highlighted the third descriptor for the church or the top description of the church, which is the fact that the church of Jesus Christ is universal. Beloved, the church of Jesus Christ is Catholic. Is everywhere for everyone and for every time. Through worship and fellowship, the church of Jesus Christ is open to all that is born again. It's open to all, regardless of social class or race. The fourth description or descriptor of the church from the Asian Nissan Council is that the church is founded on the apostles. It is founded on the apostles. The apostolic foundation of the Church of Jesus Christ refers to the role of the apostles in the design and structure of the church. An apostle, if you, for some of us that may not know, an apostle is to be a messenger of Jesus Christ to the world, like Peter and Paul. Why? Such a messenger carries the authority of Jesus Christ and preaches the gospel faithfully. By implication, a fellow not authorized by Jesus to preach and thus preach wrong messages is not sent by Jesus. We must be mindful of that. So before we go for, let us read the, the passage for this episode that is correctly titled The Apostolic Church, not TAC that we have back home and elsewhere. The church is apostolic. The church of Jesus Christ is apostolic. And our text is taken from Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2, verse, Ephesians 2, verse 19 to, 20, to 22. Ephesians 2, verse 19 to 22. And I read from verse 19 that, from the NIV version. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners or strangers. This supposed to Paul talking, obviously. But fellow citizens with God's people are also members of his household. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. With Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole beauty is joined together. In Christ Jesus the whole beauty is joined together. And rises to become a holy temple in the land. And in him you two are built together to become a dwelling. In which God lives by his spirit. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his word in our lives, in our hearts, in our mighty name of Jesus. Our key text is verse 20 that I just read. That stated clearly that the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And Christ Jesus himself is the cornerstone. Beloved, our passage today used a beauty construction project metaphor. It uses that metaphor to, to indicate the role of the apostles in the design of the church. Every builder or contractor knows how important the foundation is because without it, a structure or facility cannot stand. It will collapse. In the passage, Paul used this metaphor to emphasize the idea that Jesus Christ and the apostles all form the foundation of the church, where Jesus is the chief cornerstone. The analogy suggests the entire foundation is built in him as the cornerstone in Jesus Christ. The foundation, according to the passage, is the apostles and the prophets. In this episode, in brief, we want to highlight what Paul meant by his metaphor, meant by this statement. And it's relevant to the church today because it's very relevant to us. 
So let's quickly look at the nature of the apostolic foundation of the church. Beloved, an apostle in church context is an ambassador of Jesus Christ that is duly authorized to share the gospel. Every one of them, or an individual, that is duly authorized as an apostle, are commissioned by Jesus to represent him to the world, not to represent themselves. The first apostles were twelve who had close relationship and proximity to our Lord Jesus Christ in the earthly ministry. In Matthew 19.28, in Matthew 19.28, Jesus said they will sit on twelve thrones and judge Israel. Beloved, you recall that Matthias replaced Judas after he fell from grace to grass. In Acts chapter 1, verse 23 to 26. Acts chapter 1, verse 23 to 26. But the writer of our passage in this episode, Paul, never met Jesus. At least the twelve met Jesus. He never met Jesus in the physical sense during his earthly ministry. His case was exceptional as he received his authorization differently. He was also authorized to be an apostle. In fact, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1, that, am I not an apostle? That's a rhetorical question. Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? And also, when we look at Galatians 1, 1, Galatians 1, 1, Apostle Paul said, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor true man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. Not from men or true men. So after the encounter between Paul and Jesus on his way to Damascus in Acts chapter 9, we all know that chapter very well, we shouldn't be surprised that his authorization, his authorization to be an apostle was exceptional. In fact, when we look at verse 11 to 12 of 1 Corinthians verse 9, verse 11 to 12 of First Corinthians chapter 9. You will see when he wrote again, But I made known to you, that's Apostle Paul speaking again, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. Are we preaching our gospel if we are a preacher or a pastor according to man? Apostle Paul is a family testifying that his gospel was not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it. But it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. We must reflect if we are actually shepherds and want to become good shepherds indeed. In short, Jesus affirmed the foundational role of the apostles in Matthew 16, 15-18. Matthew 16, 15-18. Where he said to Peter in verse 18 that, On this rock I will build my church. On that rock. So the metaphor of a building construction is completed here. Jesus used it correctly. Jesus Christ, the builder of the church, founds his church on the apostles. So what does it mean? What, what does the foundation mean? The apostolic foundation of the church means several things, but we'll unpack maybe one or two or three in this episode. So let's start with the first one. Number one, the revelation and authorization given to the apostles of old by Jesus can neither be repeated or updated. It was complete. In effect, the revelation of the gospel by Jesus Christ was given to the apostolic fathers in full. None of us, nobody in our generation 
can update it or take out of it. Please see Jude 1 3, Jude 1 3, as well as 2 Timothy 3 14, 2 Timothy 3 14 for confirmation. In, beloved, in fact, any fellow keen on a new revelation indirectly diminish the authority of the apostles and by extension the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, Revelation 21.14 Revelation 21, indicates that the apostolic foundation has internal significance in the things of God and in God's church. So we must be careful when we begin to add or subtract from what the Bible has said. Number two, what it means, number two, just as the apostolic fathers did, the church today must hold on to the gospel of Jesus Christ, unadulterated, not misgospel. The central identity of the apostle is faithfulness, faithful preaching and preservation of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. If you do that, then you are a genuine pastor, a genuine prophet, a true apostle, a true teacher, and a true, a true, a true disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. This must also be the identity of the church today. Faithful preaching of the gospel, not the gospel of man. Given that the nature of the apostolic foundation of the church is not based on what the apostles as men can do through their abilities, they remain foundational stones while Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone of the church. Meaning, the foundation of the church is not subject to the whims and permutation and manipulation of a man like you and I today. The apostolic fathers operated through derived authority from our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you operating, preaching, teaching through the authorization of our Lord Jesus Christ? The leaders of the church today must be seen to do the same. For example, in all his letters, Paul constantly demonstrated his derived apostolic authority by refuting false teachings and teachers so as to preserve the purity of the gospel of Jesus Christ, faithfulness to the gospel. Please read Galatians chapter 3. Read Galatians chapter 3 at home, you understand what I'm saying. Simply put, without the gospel of Jesus Christ, the building, the church will not stand because of poor foundation. That's why the apostolic foundation is there. The apostles were there as foundationers to write Jesus Christ is and remain the chief cornerstone. Number three, as we run to a close now, because of our time. The church is one, we have said it, that's the first creed. The unity of the church is based on the foundation laid by Lord Jesus Christ. The church is one because Jesus Christ laid a solid foundation. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 Corinthians 3 as well as Ephesians 2 are chapters to be read together to understand what I'm saying correctly. So the authority of the apostles is founded and rooted in Jesus Christ. To make affirmation or to recognize the authority of the apostles is to recognize the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And vice versa, if you do not recognize the authority of the apostles, you are indirectly denying the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, let us close. The fourth descriptor of the church says it is founded on the apostles. The building metaphor indicates that while the apostles are foundational stones, 
I just said it now. I'm repeating it for emphasis. Jesus remains the chief cornerstone. The apostolic foundation of the church is thus not subject to modern day manipulations or interpretation. It is built on the gospel, beloved. And ultimately, it is built on the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for episode 9 of BP season 6. Lord, please help us to proclaim, to proclaim the good news truthfully. Help us to preserve it as the Apostle Fathers did. By your mercy, mighty Redeemer, please help us to be a witness to the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to project good works as you have actually do. In Jesus' most precious name, we pray. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.